and welcome back to the Sounder. Say hello, Lauren Amanda. Hello, hello. Lauren Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, today we're going to do things a little bit different. We're entering a new segment into the podcast, into the show. Right? We're going to bring in a guest today. How y'all feel about that? excited you know we've seen community build through the facebook page and the social media side so i feel like it's just an extension of that let's get to know some of these ladies more exactly yeah. I, I think that you know like we're going to talk about today we're going to talk about community and uplifting and, and you know and embracing everybody so i think that today was a is a good segment to have our first guest come on and it's yeah. going to be uh mary beth mccurdy she is a yes she is of Brentwood Farms down in North Carolina or North Kakalaki. <laughs> yep. And which you're, Laura, you was in North Kakalaki. So was Amanda. I don't really, got, right. I really ain't got ties besides my mommy was born there, you know. <laughs> yep. So we're going to, we're going to talk to Mary Beth a little bit. And that's what we're going to try to do this, you know, every so often to broaden our community and let everybody know who everybody is and just do a spotlight of encouragement and uplifting of all the people that have joined us. That sounds wonderful. So um, I guess if somebody wants to be on, they can maybe post or reach out to you, Molly. Is that okay? Yes. If you want to join the Sounder, uh, we'll do a short segment and you just sit around and chit chat with us for a while. If you're brave enough to do so. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not occasionally. <laughs> no, if you want to join in on the sounder and join in on the community that we are trying to build, you can send us an email at thesounderpodcast at gmail.com or you can send us a message through our fa or through our website, thesounderpod.com. Woo! Look at us, social media, website. Oh, wow. official. We're so yeah. official. We're high class now. We have a website. <laughs> so, yeah. So, just send us a message to there. And we, we would love to feature anybody who would like to join in and uh, support the community. Support the sounder. Woo All right. So, how about we cut it up a little bit and we'll bring Mary Beth on. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, so I'll stop that. Well, hello there, everybody. Hello. Hello. Hello, Mary Beth. So we we talked about for a little while that we we're going to have guests come on to the podcast, right? Yes. And I went through everybody, and I was like, right. what? One of, uh, one of my favorite people of all time is Mary Beth. So I'm going to ask Mary Beth to join us today. <laughs> Yay. Yes. And she fits apart. She's in her overalls on a porch in a rocking chair. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Mary Beth, what we want to do is I just want to talk a little bit about you. And that way you can get it out in the world on who Mary Beth McCurdy is. Sounds good. Good deal. Well, I appreciate you having me on. Mary Beth is so laid back compared to everybody else, you know? <laughs> All right. So, so as we already have been told, your name is Mary Beth McCurdy. 
Yes, ma'am. All right. So, Mary, I, uh, you want to tell everybody, I know that you you run, you and CJ run uh, Brentwood Farms. Is that right? That's right. We're in North Carolina, about halfway between Charlotte and Asheville in Rutherford County. Which I hate the name. I can never say Rutherford. Rutherford. You just got to shorten it up. It's, it's Rufton. Rufton. <laughs> so I was, I, was telling, um, I was telling Amanda and Laura a little bit about you. So you all do uh, pasture pork, you do chickens, and you do sheep. That is correct. Yep. And um, we got some of our red wattles from the famous Miss Molly here. That's right. And um, the, the pigs are our favorite, but um, every everything else keeps us busy for sure. Yep. So you all set up at farmer's markets and everything. So how do you advertise yourselves? Um, we are at the Charlotte Regionals Farmer's Market and... Um, we we pretty much just have like a social media presence. Um, really, the the foot traffic at the Charlotte Farmers Market is is what does it for us. Um, we've done a a little bit of like a little PR type thing, um, that, like a little farm to table type event where they paired us up with a chef, and they said that that was supposed to be like a a good marketing deal, but I feel like it was more just like a networking thing with other farmers. So. Um, we haven't really put much effort into doing events like that. Yeah. So, uh, everybody, I don't know if anybody else knows, but you just had a baby. Yes. Mr. Henry, he is almost five months old. Yeah. yeah. He is, he is the cutest little thing with his little cheeks. <laughs> I'm pretty partial, but I think so too. <laughs> So I think I think though that you bring uh bring an aspect to the farming though and this lifestyle that a lot can relate to because you went from a professional career as a firefighter and you know you you are a mother now and you're trying to run your farm and trying to mix everything in 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 together and I I could imagine I don't have kids but I would be losing my freaking mind. <laughs> I don't think I could have done it when my kids were little. I was a suburban mom at that point. But Amanda, Amanda did the same thing. You know, she has small children as well. How do you balance out everything dealing with kids and your career and the farm? How do you balance it out? You drink a lot of beer. Well, you can't drink beer. You're nursing. (laughs) Well, I'm still trying to figure that out. Honestly, Um, I've, only fed about half the animals this morning um, because I've been trying to get the baby down for a nap for about two hours. So, um, there's days like that, and then there's days that he cooperates. There's days that I'll just he'll he'll be chilling outside with me, and I'll do chores while he's outside. But other days he's not having it, so I gotta kind of roll with it. Every day's different, and he's he's a pretty good little dude, though. We um we run all kinds of errands. He drives two hours with me to go get feed and make deliveries and all that good stuff. And he just rolls with it too. Most days. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, uh, when we talk about women in agriculture and everything, 
what does that mean to you being a mother you know you were a firefighter and everything what does it mean to you about being a woman trying to make it in the agricultural world oh boy i wasn't ready for this question (laughs) 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 well i think i think it's it's different now because um i don't know back in the day you mostly had the men farming and the the women would cook and clean all day. And um, it's a little bit different in that sense, whereas I'm honestly trying to do it all right now. (laughs) Um, But I I think it's, it's important because we, it shows that we can, we can do it all really. Um, There's not really any limits to, any gender roles or anything like that. And, um, I think it's important to show the the girls coming up behind us that, you know, they can, they can be strong and do whatever they want to. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think that's one thing that we try to, that I try to relate to everybody is, is, you know, we want to do good for ourselves and everything, but we want to set good paths for, there are more, younger females and younger women behind us that are going to, you know, blaze this trail as well. And I think we need to give the best example of that to them, but being honest about our journey as well. The hardships, you know, that I don't like to cry, but by God, my ass cries out here sometimes, you know? But I think, I think that that's what we need to do. We need to show the, the, the real life of what it is, but also supporting them because they're going to travel it and go through it as well. Yep. Very well said. Uh, Mary Beth, have you always been in um, traditional male roles throughout your, your life? Uh, I, I guess you could say that. I mean, I kind of grew up like a tomboy and uh, I went to school for exercise science. So I wanted to work with sports and that ended up being way different than what I expected and so I was kind of bouncing around little piddly jobs here and there and my brother encouraged me to get into the fire service and I was like eh I'll give it a try and I absolutely <laughs> loved it um I've been doing it for seven almost eight years and I'm actually not going back because of the baby so the farm will be oh. my full-time gig now but yeah I mean I've always I've I've never been like a girly girl I didn't never see myself as like a t- or nurse or anything like that so um yeah I, I i enjoy doing hard stuff and it's it's rewarding yeah you don't seem like much scared <laughs> <laughs> that's good you're we're, we're in good company <laughs> yeah uh it really though when she told me that she was a firefighter i was like you're a firefighter like i just it it doesn't resonate with me, you know, women being firefighters. I know. And that was, that was another thing. Like I had never even, I never even considered that being an option for me as a job. So when my brother suggested it, I was like, mm, that's kind of weird. Um, and I was actually the first female firefighter on the department that I joined first. That's what I wanted to ask. So you, you blazed a trail. So there really wasn't a precedence um, before you started. Yeah. You did, huh? Yeah. That was a a small department back home. Um, I'm most recently I'm leaving Asheville fire department. Um, and I absolutely loved it there. There's other females there. Um, and they had other hardships back in the seventies when they were integrating and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, 
I enjoy, I enjoy the hard stuff. I recently had somebody ask me what's harder being a mother running into a burning building or starting a farm from scratch. And I said, to be quite honest, running into a burning building is the easiest of those three. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well that describes how it goes some days. Absolutely. (laughs) Totally. But so Amanda, Amanda was also in um, North Carolina as well. I don't think you guys were that far apart. No, we were actually just talking. We we know a couple of the same people and um, grew up not too far from each other. Yeah. Yes. Our little my town and her little town are just a stone's throw away. So that was kind of cool just to realize what a small yeah. world it is. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And that's where I'm from. I was born and raised uh, on my grandparents' farm in Greensboro. Oh, yeah. So, I forgot about that. I've been down here and it's since 95. So as I call it, North yeah. Kakalaki, we're in the house. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, my mama was born in North Carolina. So I guess. We're all four in. Plus there you go. We all got tied. <laughs> that's right. But I think that that is, that's another thing that I love about this is there are so many people that are close to each other, but we didn't know about it until we all started coming together and we realized what connections we all had. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. So, all right. So, you know, they asked you what is the hardest thing and you say that the the easiest thing is to run into a burning building, right? (laughs) Yeah. But if you could give any piece of of advice to anybody that is, or to any woman that's trying to get into, you know, just agriculture as a whole, not just because you do pigs, you do sheep, you do chickens, everything like that. What piece of advice would you give to a woman, and especially a mother, that's trying to run a farm? Yeah, sorry, I had a call come in. Um, Yeah, I I would say just do it. Um, when, When we were looking into starting all this stuff, we overanalyzed everything. And we researched and we read and we watched all the YouTube videos and we were like, we just got to do something. And it was, it was a dream that both of us had for a long time, owning land and um, getting into some, some type of farming one way or another. And um, you don't know what works until you try it. And you don't know what you love until you try it. Um, We started off with sheep. And sheep are probably our least favorite thing here. <laughs> I know yeah. everybody's different, but um, yeah, I I don't know. You just you just gotta try stuff and and don't be afraid and don't be afraid to fail because um, not everything's gonna go perfect. Unfortunately, that there yeah there's loss and there's there's loss of life. There's loss of money. There's loss of resources, you know, it, it's going to happen one way or another, but, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give this up for much of anything. Uh, although some days when I'm cussing at pigs, I think about moving to the suburbs, yeah. but <laughs> I have, I've talked, I've talked to Mary Beth on a lot of her, um, tragedies, like when things are going down and I'm the most, I'm the most encouraging, um, person i'll make you lose all your money and all your time because i'm like just keep going just keep doing it you know 
But no, I I genuinely uh, love having Mary Beth as a friend, and you know we did we met through hogs, and that's how and that's how we did meet, and uh, it just brings joy to my heart to see that Mary is still going, and I'm still going, and everybody else is still going, even through all the, the you know the trials and errors that we all go through together. Inspiring. I appreciate your uh, you sharing your story and coming on today to talk with. Well, me. thank you. Appreciate it. Yes, yes thank you so much. I'm so glad. Thank you so much, Mary Beth. I told you it was going to be short and sweet. You see? <laughs> All right. So thank you for joining us, Mary Beth. Now you can get back to your baby and feeding them animals you didn't feed this morning. <laughs> Sounds good. It was nice meeting you, Lauren, Amanda. Yes. 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 Same here. Talk thank you, you very much. See okay, you, Mary bye. Beth. Thank you. All righty. Here we are. So. Yes, yeah, so I loved I loved you guys uh, getting to meet Mary Beth, uh, you know, and it's amazing. I'm sorry about that barking ass dog. <laughs> I find it I find it very I find it very amazing and beautiful that you know everybody that's coming together and the connections that we all have that we never knew that we had, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was really awesome just being able to talk to her before we, before we started recording, um, to find out that we, we knew some of the same people and it's just, it's neat when you see within the community that we've created, how many connections you can have with people and not even realize it. Yeah. That's really cool. That's neat. I enjoyed getting to talk with her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Mary Beth, like, you know, she just said, she does come from a very strong background. You know, she was a, she was a firefighter and now she's a mother and now she's farming. But I think it re she can relate to so many people because in reality, majority of the women farming, I mean, they're also mothers as well. Yeah. Yeah. Someone like her would have been looked at different or odd um, a decade ago. Yeah. You know, like, what is she, an earth mother or something? What is something my community would have Yeah. And, and to see the change, positive change in agriculture for women is it's great to have a side to see. Yes, yes. So, you know, talking to Mary Beth will lead us into what we want to talk about today, right? We want to talk about the community. Mm -hmm. I know I keep on saying it over and over, but I, that's what I feel like we're creating. So what do you guys, what would you yeah. define a community as? What do you believe it is? Go ahead, please. Cause I'm okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I think to me, a community is a, it's a group of people that have something in common. Like when I think of the community that we live in, the thing that we have in common is that we all live in the same area. Um, Sometimes within a community, you can have people that are uplifting. Sometimes you can have people who aren't uplifting. <laughs> I mean, you're going to have people that don't always butt heads. Sorry, they don't always get along and will butt heads. But at the same time, you also have things in common. And you can also develop amazing relationships through community. So that's kind of what yes. community is to me. What do you think, uh, Laura? Well, so where my mom goes first, I grew up in a, a small community in North Carolina. 
Uh, and it was it was one that that ag was at the heart of what we did. Um, you know, my family raised Angus cattle, uh, and we would uh, go to the hog farmer's place and get the sausage and mm -hmm. trade services with the contractor. So I think it's uh, it's exactly what Amanda said in that it's a group of people with a common cause at the end of the day, which is to work together and support each other. Um, and I think that that's the same thing that, that we see now. Uh, it's been a big shift for me to go from a small community there to um, living in the suburbs of Atlanta for 13 years and then a farm east of Atlanta. Um, it's a very different situation. Community's not the same um, in, in big areas as far as from what I grew up with. So the ag community for me has become a significant significant part of my life and happiness yeah and I, I think you know when I think about community I think about a mixture of what both of you guys said right a community okay. is a, a a group of people we all have different personalities we all have different ways of life mm -hmm. you know but the community part to me is the root of what we're all trying to achieve together yeah. you know so that's how that's how I feel. I feel like you know we can be who we are and and everything like that, but we're all in this community for the same purpose, and that's what brought us together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. if any of that makes sense. I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, what do y'all think about the community or a sense of community outside of versus inside, and and not to be uh dividing the groups um it's a struggle for me um like if a customer comes in my store and their kids want to know all about how we process pigs for example the conversation that i would have with someone in ag is very different than maybe what they want their child to know about that um and so it, it it's it's a variance in the community so how do y'all feel about that i i gotta chime in here really fast yes i Okay. 100% agree with you on that. I 100% agree because I know at one point we were, we had a day where we were processing chickens on our farm and it was a Saturday. And the next day we went to church. Our church was in Raleigh. And um, one of the women there had asked my kids what they'd been doing this weekend. And they're like, oh, well, we processed chickens yesterday. And she's like, oh, well, what's that? Because she didn't know. Yeah. And my kids were like, mm -hmm. we carried the chickens over here and we, you know, they described the whole process. Yeah. And that woman was just like, jaw hit the ground, <laughs> you know, just like, <laughs> oh my God. But we had, a, we had several families in our church who also provided meat and stuff for their own family. And they were like, yeah, yeah, we've done that too. And so it's just funny. Um, I almost feel like in a way when you are talking things over with ag community people versus turning them off i guess yeah educate without a, a yes. 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 yes yes you know i think yeah but when i look like when i met when i met amanda's kids right when they come up here okay uh -huh. they're so free spirited but in reality of what things are you know of how processes of life go you know yeah I think mm -hmm. there is there is a difference. I love to see smaller kids out doing, you know, helping processing animals or, you know, 
they know mm-hmm. what that function of that animal is. You know, they know what its purpose is. I mean, like they have yeah. a pig. They know mm-hmm. that they're going to harvest that pig, you know. Right. I think yeah. it's I think it's easier when they're brought up like that. It's easier for acceptance of the lifestyle and just the realization of what nature truly is in the circle of life, you know. Well, I think in addition to that, it also raises from a really young age to know how to respect and honor the life of an animal. Yes. Because they're being the, they, they see the face of that animal and then they see that animal on their plate. I mean, so, I mean, they get to participate in raising that animal and taking care of that animal and then honoring their life. And I think that, yeah, it, it just, it, provides a true sense of accountability as they are eating and enjoying their food and understanding where it comes from. And yeah, I feel like that, that topic could go like way further, but I, I agree. I think it's a great way for, um, obviously I'm biased. I think it's a great way for children to grow up and be able to see and participate in farm life and have an understanding of the, uh, joy and the sacrifices that are involved in that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a major factor in me moving out of the suburbs and back to the farm was my children were born in the suburbs and, and I'm really grateful for that life experience for all of us, but I wanted them to understand everything you just said. Yeah. Amanda. Uh, there's only one way to do it and that's to have your own land and your own experiences. Yeah, that's true. You know, I look at it. I'm, I mean, I'm 35, 30, 35 years old, right? <laughs> And although I grew up, you know, we we grew out hogs and we processed them and I ate them, right? And I had a I had a I had a little lamb I named Buttons. That was my that was my pet. And then I went out I went outside one day and she was gone and I was traumatized, you know. But I was not I was not involved in the actual harvesting of the animal, right? The culling of the animal. Because Mm -hmm. Scotty just did not want us kids to even witness that, you know. And now being 35 years old and I've started this farm and that's what the process of these animals are. um, It breaks my heart to even think about it. Like, but so I feel like I wish that because I could harvest chickens because we did that. But to harvest, you know, these pigs and stuff has been hard for me because I wasn't really involved with that at a young age. You know, I just, I had them more as pets. Yeah. 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 I remember going with my grandfather hauling to the slaughterhouse and it's still the same smell as it was when I was 10. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I can see that where if you didn't experience that, it's tough. It's still hard for me. I don't like that part of it. That's um, I'm actually a little thankful that my butcher shop has to come from um, a place that that's already taken care of. um, Because I, I, yeah, yeah. I remember the first time that we harvested chickens. My great my great grandpa came over, and my great grandma came over, and my mamma, my papa, everybody was there, right? And so we got this barn full of chickens and there, my great grandpa, Emily, he goes down and he gets one and he puts it on the stump, you know, and he harvests it and then he throws it over into a field. And I was mortified. I was scared to, 
Oh, I was yeah. scared to death. I bet you were. You yeah. know? It's not like it is on TV, is it? No, it's, it wasn't. It but I remember the process. Yeah. And, you know, my, my great-grandma, she just, you know, to, to clean them out, she just did it in one swipe. You know, she just put her hand in there, one swipe. Oh, wow. And everything was a process and everything went on. But they that's how they grew up. And that was, you know, like we were going to talk about, you know, that's how they grew up. And it was from the tail to the squeal. They used them all, the whole chicken, the whole whatever, you know. Yeah. And so they appreciated and knew the nature of what we were doing. And I think that, you know, kids like Amanda's, like my, my nephews are all about it too, you know. It just is beautiful to see that appreciation for it that does get lost or or there's a misconception. Yeah, I think that, that if we were just, I'm just going to call it city life, um, you know, everything could could largely fit in a flow chart yep. how it goes. You know, if this, then that. If your dog's sick, you call the vet. It's, it's, it's a much simplified life that you're shielded from a lot of realities of uh, farming and raising your own animals and what it's like to, to grow your own food, be it vegetable yeah. or meat. Um, so, and it, and I think that's where it's, it's kind of hard to have the conversations like you talked about Amanda at, at church, yeah. you know, uh, from, from one to the other. I don't know that any of us really set out to blow people's eyeballs out, you know, <laughs> when we talk, but there's just a different reality uh, in farming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it is a different reality. But it also, you know, I don't think we meant to go on this path, but I like the path that it's going. Uh, it also goes yeah. Back, yeah. Sorry. It also goes back to community, right? So how we how everybody yes. is raising their children or you know how we are doing ourselves, we are paving a path and showing a path for others that are going to keep the community going you know, of the same purpose of the same route. When you don't know certain things within the ag community, it can be kind of challenging to break into it. Yeah. And yes. so I felt like it was kind of hard and I felt stupid a lot. And I think that one of the things that I have loved recently is I've had so many people messaging me and asking questions mm -hmm. and you know, whether it's for resources or for, you know, opinions or this or that or whatever. And I love that. I love that people feel comfortable enough being able to come to me and ask me things. And I'm sure it's the same for you too, as well. People are comfortable enough coming to you to ask you questions because they know one, they're going to get valuable information. Two, they're not going to be judged or criticized for what they're asking. Yeah. And I think that's, that's amazing. I love that part of the community that we're creating and um, just getting to talk to those people, meet new people, learn from others. It's so amazing. And I love it. Yeah. I think, you know, we talked, we talked about it before we started recording, you know, you see, and Laura says she didn't want to use safe space or whatever, but you, you do. <laughs> You know, but you, I don't know. I don't know of a better, better term or description to say, I guess. But you see more people yeah. asking questions on there that they're asking unafraid. You know, they're asking because they know that it is a place for the support for them to ask those questions. 
because we understand we've all been there. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're trying to promote is people being more uh, forefront about the problems that they're having so that they can get help. Yeah. And I think that even though all three of us are very different, that was something that we are all passionate about was creating an area that, that is a community that um, women could come together. I know we have some people there. That's okay. They all respect us. Um, But but I, I know that each of us, and I know there's women in our group that um, have been um, harassed um, on other pages, you know, and, 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 and made to feel stupid for yep. asking a question. And I'm really, um, I'm in love with our group and I'm proud of um, the vision that you had, Molly, as far as being a part of it and creating this area uh, so that we could come together and, and offer this. Yeah, to other women I think that, you know, I didn't want it to be, I wanted it to be a support system, like an uplifting for women, but by all. And Mm -hmm. I think that this place, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's men on there that are giving sound advice, you know, for us and helping us to Mm -hmm. go along as well. And that's what we needed. We didn't need Mm -hmm. just us women in there. We needed everybody to come together and, and share the knowledge and education that we Mm -hmm. all have for us all to succeed. Yeah, I, I kind of look at it that at the end of the day, it shouldn't matter oh, yeah. what your gender is. If, you know, don't be a jerk, you know, let's just talk. Let's just help each other. If it's not your day to answer, somebody else will yeah. grab them. You know, there's, yeah. there's no need to, to bring what? ugliness into yeah. it. And I, and rule, I number, rule number one, don't be an asshole. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. I've worked with a lot of things, but that one, not with that one. That's yeah. right. But, you know, when you when you scroll through, you can see the involvement of the group, right? We went from everybody introducing themselves. And so that that became us Uh getting comfortable with one another. And, you know, and now it's like we're moving over to the next stage of the relationship where we're asking. Yeah. Yeah. Where we're asking questions and, you know, we're trying to get to know and, you know. And then you get to the next stage where you just say what you think and you ask what you want to ask. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed some of the women hedge their bet with, I hope it's okay to ask here. Um, and so I'm, I'm glad I haven't, uh, it's, it's just a warm, welcoming environment. Everybody's been welcome. Yeah. There. Yeah, they have. And, you know, I know, like, I think what also helps out is we don't have, it's not, you know, everybody is on the same level, right? We have new people. We have people who's been in it Mm -hmm. for a minute. We have more experienced people. You know, we have different stages of it, just Mm -hmm. like us, you know, me, you, and Amanda. Uh, We're at different stages. Mm -hmm. And I think that also helps people and comforts them a little, I guess, um, to where they understand that there's others on the same level as them out there that might need to ask those questions as well. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I've loved that I did not anticipate is the, the all breeds discussion. Y'all know my world is all Mayshon and generally speaking, and I think you ladies would agree, you like your breed and by yeah. God you defend them and that's what it is. Um, and I have thoroughly loved seeing everybody else's pictures and seeing what they do, how they do it, what, what their pigs look like and just come at it from a love of pigs oh, and yeah. community approach. Yeah. And I think, I agree. I think think that it's, I was going to say, I think it's been really neat to see that and how, I I mean, there has literally been no bashing 
at all. There's nobody that's been on there. Saying, that's unheard of. Yeah, I know. It, it's just, it's really neat. And I also, one of the things that I also really love is being in a new area for, for me, going from North Carolina to Idaho, I feel like it's been really, really neat to see other women part of our group, part of our Lady Hogger group who are in Colorado or in South Dakota or in places a little bit closer to where I am now who would have um, environmental elements similar to what I have because it helps me in figuring out how am I going to set up, you know, put the infrastructure in place. How am I going to try to manage my, my herd for where I am now versus where I was because it's all new territory. So I think that's been really cool too, just to see that we have not only all different breeds, but women from all over the country. We even have a woman from Australia. Yeah. That's pretty Sweet. cool. We're international. We are. We're yeah. international. Yeah. So I just think that it's really awesome just to see how diverse, truly how diverse our little community yeah. is. You know, you know, talking about the one yeah. from Australia, I think it's funny because, so me and her have been friends for, I don't know, I'd say like a year or so. And we uh-huh. had talked on just messages, right? And mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't really know where she was from. And she sent me a video. And uh, I was like, that accent. Yeah. She told me. I was like, Are, <laughs> do I have a friend in Australia? Like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, turns out I got a friend in Australia. So, um, but that makes it even more exciting, you know, to me that it's not just the United States, right? And how we're doing things. She can bring a whole new aspect to it as well because how they how they raise out there, their climate, their territory, you know, everything is different. And so she brings yeah, she brings a whole new aspect yeah. to it. And I love to hear her talk. So, you know, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'd love to hear her talk too. <laughs> She's, she is. So where do y'all see this going? What, what do you think? What What's next? What's our next progression? Now, I don't know that I have this answer. So don't feel like I'm asking you because I know. But what? How, how does this, what's the next six months? Like? I don't know, man. You know, we got, we got so much going on that we're trying to build... And, you know, so much that we're trying to create. And I think that, I don't really know, man. I think I'm just rambling because I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I kind of feel like it's more the same, I guess. If I, if I, if y'all had put me on that spot, I think yeah. we just stay the course. I think it's, it's a fantastic I do thing. That I do. I think we stay the course. Way. I think, you know, the page is doing well and, you know, we're, there's a lot of activity on it. Um, you know, I, I got the, I am my mm-hmm. creation, which, you know, supports everybody individually and lets them showcase themselves on there as well, yeah. which goes into our guest appearances, which then mm-hmm. we talk about on the sounder podcast, you know, uh, there, there's so many branches, yeah. but at, you know, at the end of it all, it's just really about the love, you know, the honest the honest love for the life and yeah. the 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 hog, you know, whatever. But it's the honest love, which is what which was what I wanted to begin with. Yeah, perfectly. Safe. Yeah, I, I love that. I think that you know I I met so many people in in the past little bit, 
and you know i knew them individually but i wanted everybody to know each other because there's so many great people out there you know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Well, and i think some Regardless i think sometimes the- too when we are in the day-to-day taking care of our farm and managing things and we kind of forget that <clears throat> there is a broader community yeah and it's, it's really nice when you can talk to people under they get it they understand the amazing things the incredible things there to support and uplift and um yeah. so i think that that's where everybody who's in the thick of it all if you're going through celebrating you if you're going through time be there to support you so um yeah i mean it is all about the love and i think that that it's something that's really amazing to get to be a part of yeah i think i think so as well you know when we when you try to bullet down to just one thing you know I feel like it is that it is the love and honest passion of what we are and who we are in the life that we're trying to live and to embrace that. You know, I try Mm -hmm. to preach all the time to people that, you know, we're not all the same. And we talk about this all the time. We're not all the same. We don't all live the same lives. We haven't all been through the same circumstances, you know, but at the end of the day, we can take the lives that we've lived and the circumstances that we have been through and we can connect with people, you know, that may be going through the same thing. And I think that that, that foundation is being built here and it really is empowering, not just to women, but, you know, empowering to all because, you know, we've talked about this before, this community, right? It can be brutal at times. Yeah, it is. It is. And I, I don't think that most people enjoy that no. at the end of the day. I think they really prefer um, a gentler approach than, than what, what, we're, what we're moving away from. So it is. Good. It is a great community. community. I think, you know, when I, when I look at other things, I'm part of all kinds of pages and all kinds of groups and everything. And you see the ugly side of people come out. I'm getting blown away. <laughs> you see the ugly side of people come out. And it's because, like we talked before, a lot of people, majority of people are more individualistic, right? They're worried about themselves, you know. But oh, think about that. Yeah, themselves and them being yes, the authority or the But voice. nothing can be built with one person, you know. There's right. multiple right. wheels on a yeah. vehicle, man, you know. <laughs> Love that. I may be yes. the squeaky wheel, but I'm a fucking wheel, you know? <laughs> yeah. And you're fun to watch spin. Spin no. out of control. <laughs> spin out of control, you know? No, I do think, you know, we're... <laughs> it, it is. And I, uh, that's what I try to tell people. And, you know, I actually have gotten a lot of encouraging things about that. You know, people have told, like, people I would have never imagined uh messaged me and they're like i really enjoy the atmosphere and the environment that you all are creating you know it's like a breath of fresh air compared to what is going on you know on oh. other groups or whatever you know it's a breath of fresh air to people to get back to yeah. just actual real life yeah so it's uh we've built a modern day community we've taken technology and yes um, found our people and our past 
Yes, our virtual wild yonder, as I call it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's virtual wild yonder, you know? So, all right, so we're about out of time. Any last words for the love and the support of the people? I have some. Go ahead, Amanda. This Okay, this goes back to kind of what Mary Beth was saying when we had asked her if she had one piece of advice that she could give to anybody, and she said, just do it. I want. I, I want to jump on that and second that to just do it and know that if you're if you're listening and you're not part of an ag community or you've had bad experiences with an ag community, I feel like our virtual wild yonder <laughs> is like the place that's going to help you and support you and encourage you as you just dive in and do it. Yes. Stop stop the internet. What is it? Uh, analysis paralysis? Yes. Stop with that and just do, it. just do it. And we are here to support you and uplift you and help you hold your hand, pat you on the back, whatever it may be. Well, I'm not a very affectionate <laughs> person, so I won't hold your hand or pat you on the back. But I will say, I will, I will say job well done. <laughs> job well done. <laughs> High five. <laughs> yeah. All I can say is ditto, ladies. You, you've you've said it all. You know, um, it's it's fantastic to get to work with yes, y'all and everybody is. in our community. All right. So until next time, how about y'all go feed them damn hogs? <laughs> See you later. Bye. Later. Bye. Okay, I'm gonna stop now.